Welcome to Co-op Mode, round 110. This is the official video game podcast of Secret Friends Unite. I am one of your hosts, Todd Oxtra from beautiful Savage, Minnesota, 144 days straight with no grass to be seen. Joined by Mr. Mark, the Canadian Caribbean. You know, apparently he's in the part of Canada where it's half the time it's a Caribbean and half the time then you're getting like tropical storms. So I don't know. I don't understand where, Mark, you are, where you essentially aren't like covered in like icy snow half the year. Yeah, no. I mean, right now there's still some snow on the ground. We had a, a bit of a storm. Like, you, know, you always get that like springtime storm late in the year kind of thing. And that goes away pretty quickly. So that's, that's melting. We can see some grass and, and things are starting to warm up. So it's pretty good over here in Atlantis. It's uh, I always forget how, like how far North close to like Canada you are. So it always throws me off when you get snow earlier and later and just covered uh, like that. It's, it's weird. You're, we are far, you're, we're, we're far more North than people think like Minnesota yeah. where we're at compared to everybody else. It's like, Oh yeah, we're, we're way too, I mean, I'm only three hours from the Canadian border. Uh, I believe Winnipeg is the, the nearest big city. So, and I've been there. So, it's, it's actually a real city. Um, but, um, Mark, I was going to say Atlantis. Uh, is Donald Glover making a spinoff with you in it? Uh, hopefully. Okay. That'd be great. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's just my take to be witty today. Oh, well. But, you know, we're joined by, I would say, the better half of the PlayStation Trophy Room. Mr. Ah. Kyle Stevenson. And you know, Kyle, you're Mr. K-Step. I couldn't figure it out for a long time. Like, now I'm like an idiot because <laughs> it's not like Mr. Joe Moe, you know, Moran, you know. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I, it wasn't until after I changed it that I realized that we have a weird branding thing, me and Joe, with our own personal Twitter handles. Uh, I did it because I used to be a teacher and at summer camp when I worked there for 13 years plus, they called me Mr. Kyle. So I'm used to Mr. So it's like, oh, you know, that's fine. And then K-Step, I think, is a nice little shortening because any version of Kyle on Twitter has been taken. And I was very upset about it. <laughs> so it's like, all right, Mr. K-Step, that's fine. And then after I hit submit and I was happy with it, I was like, oh, crap, Joe's Mr. Ben. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I thought this was a type of works, though. That's, yeah, that's yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Especially yeah, it's a yeah, happy yeah. accident, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. A very happy accident. Yeah. And you sure. could just explain it's like some K pop dance move or something. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Go with Some body rolls as I explain it. Yeah. It'll, it'll work. Absolutely. Well, Kyle, thanks for joining us. And, you know, before we kick Thank things you. off, you've been you've been on like you're a three timer now because you've been on twice or caught mode. One on SFU with me and uh, with me when Charlie was out. Um, mm-hmm. But the important thing is, you you got some big stuff happening uh, coming up, so tell people all about it. <laughs> just a, just you know exactly you know, little tiny things happening. Um, so I'm a, one of the co-founders of Six One Indie, which is an indie gaming site where we just celebrate indie games and, and the voices that bring them to light. Last year we decided, hey, why don't we just do our own showcase? Because indie games don't get a whole lot of love on on that front. And mm-hmm. last year I think we had 17 or 18 games. Um, and the games that submitted for that are the games that we included. This year, we're like, oh, let's do it again. Let's learn from our mistakes. Let's blow it up and make it even to a, like a more full-blown production. Uh, so we have 33 games wow. out of, I don't know if we've said it, the grand total publicly, but it's close enough. I'll say it here. We had over 500 games submitting. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, there is a ton of games that we had wow. to 
comb through, and there's a ton of games that we weren't be able to show, but we are fans oh, of showcases. We love watching them, so we know kind of what works, and we don't want a super long one because uh, that will do a disservice to the games we showed and whatnot. So mm. basically, anyway, we're doing our own showcase, the mini indie showcase on youtube.com slash 61indie on Wednesday, March 22nd um, at 12 p.m. Eastern. Um, we call it the unofficial kickoff to PAX East. Not affiliated in any way, but like PAX East is the love letter and home to Kyle, they don't have to know. Tag no, yourself they on don't. it. Ride oh, the no, coattails. We absolutely do until they send us a check. We're like, hey. Oh, no. Let's do this thing. <laughs> no season no exists yet, though, right? Nothing yet. Nothing okay. yet. Okay. Um, yeah, we just want to celebrate indie games, and uh, we had a great time doing it. And I hope everyone at least walks away with one game. That's the goal. It's just one game so, that they want to play. So does does putting together something like this give you kind of more appreciation for a Nintendo Direct or PlayStation Showcase where, especially where uh, listening to you say, you know, talk about the, the amount of games that you kind of called yeah. down to your personal favorites or the group's personal favorites or whatever, however you chose those. Mm-hmm. But there's always that, I find anytime there's a Nintendo Direct and you get that sizzle reel. Oh yeah! Like, here's here's another thirty games that are coming out over the next few months, and it's just like two seconds of each. And you one might and see a name. Cool. It's like, what was and that game? Like that. And you're like, yeah, that looks cool. That looks cool. That looks. Cool. But there's always like someone on Twitter that's like, I can't believe they only showed, you know, screwdriver simulator for yeah. two seconds. Where yeah. was that show? Like, does that give you more appreciation for that type of like? At least there's a sizzle reel. At least you know we mm. could have had only 20 games but we ended up doing 30 because we did you know a few of them in a in a quick succession gun thing like so a very simple so a very simple montage of the 470 games you didn't <laughs> yeah, show right <laughs> that, but like you know like oh, if, i get if, you yeah did, did that happen with you guys like are there a few that you showed off a little quicker or like, did you give each one and then decide to just, you know, the other 400 and some are just calling? Yeah. Cold. So, uh, the rest of us said 6190. We're very much anti sizzle reels in showcases. Um, okay. For that reason, because they go so quick. And I feel like for those games in those showcases that do it, um, it doesn't show off those games very well. And they're just forgotten. And you're praying that they get a longer showing elsewhere. Or, or somewhere or somewhere else down the line get to come back up again. So we have zero sizzle reels. That's something that we're not going to do. We're just showing right. off the trailers uh, completely. Um, and we very much want to make sure that people know what the game is, where it's coming out from, all that jazz. Because I remember there was a, uh, a um, I think it was a PSX showcase where they did a like a, a VR sizzle reel thing. And they showed gameplay and zero titles. What you had you you had to like Google search and try to figure out what's the game with the what's dinosaur the <laughs> that is like the cowboy dinosaur thing that looked cool. I still don't know what that game is because they didn't put the title out anywhere, uh, which is just baffling to me. So we're we're, yeah. we're actively using what we think we could do better mm-hmm. from a showcase pers- perspective and what other things can do better, um, and, and put that into our thing. So, like, doing last year's and doing this one now and going back and watching others, I can mm-hmm. now watch them through the lens of, like, man, I wish they did this better. Or yeah. I like the way we did this. Maybe – or maybe we can steal from that and 
and, and kind of use that for an, a possible next one if there ever is a next one kind of thing. You got to learn from the good and the bad, right? You steal, absolutely. steal what absolutely. you want and you'll learn from what you don't like yeah. and you make it your own. And, like, and we learned from it. last like, year's too. Like we, we heard from some of the uh, our dev partners how where last year it was just me and Mike, um, one of the other co-founders, in a room at his old job. And we didn't have a script. Everything was improv. Oh. <laughs> Everything was wow. just off the off the fly, multiple takes. And we found out afterwards that we there was a couple that we messed up messed up some information on, and things maybe not have were in early access yet by a week or two when we said it was. So we definitely made sure we by the books we sent everyone the script to okay and with multiple process back and forth with everybody. So. I think we're covered there. I think everyone, everything we say is true to form in the video. Who knows? We'll find out. <laughs> That's go. awesome. But, but That's yeah, awesome. Definitely learn good and bad for sure. And if yeah. anyone's wanting uh, a VR dinosaur game that you yeah. don't know the name of, I have a code still for Primal Hunt on the Quest Two. So hit me up. The first person to send <laughs> me a message gets a free dinosaur game. There you go. VR. Can and you put a cowboy hat on the dinosaur? The dinosaur? Uh, not on the dinosaur, but that's in the DLC. Probably you can't really see. Yeah, 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 maybe there's there's <laughs> robot dinosaurs. There's badass as hell. It's uh, exactly great. and you're uh, cowboy dinosaur killer uh, robot man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. exactly. It's it's great. Um, there we go. That that's a, super exciting, man. I, Very I exciting. Everything. Yeah. It's, it's and great. Joe, you know, Kyle, I I I mean, this is this is where you and and where you and Joe are different. You're doing your own thing. You're doing you're, you're balancing two shows, and you, you're embracing the side of indie that not everybody experiences, which is fantastic. You know, like mm-hmm. you talked about Sizzle Reel, you don't know what the hook is with indies. You gotta know what the hook is because they may not be exquisitely beautiful they may not yeah. seem very interesting for blush so you have it i mean there's only so many cup heads or something like that where it's like 1, whoa what's that game and it gets viral mm. so very good man you're doing god's and work on that on that note todd i think all 33 games that we chose are that whoa what is that thing mm. I, I i think from every and we hit a bunch of genres uh there's multiple things in each genre i nice. i think there's a lot if you're looking for a sad indie game we got sad indie games. If you if you want fun action games, we got those. If you want weird, quirky things, they're there. So right. I think everyone's going to walk away with something cool. Big question, though, is is there a screwdriver simulator? If there's not, Mark, start working on it. I mean, I've got I've got it ready to go. I guess you just have to wait till Wednesday to find out. <laughs> okay, I guess we do. Oh. <laughs> but is it Phillips head or is it uh, slot? We, we don't it's know. A- Actually, an Allen key wrench. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Ratchet? I don't know. We'll, we'll, I, I can't wait to simulator. Oh. That's the DLC. Exactly. Right? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they removed one. That's not a yeah. game. I'm shocked that that's not a game already. <laughs> well, you know what it is? It's going to be like, like yeah, yeah, with with IKEA where they basically leave out like one part of the instruction. You have to figure out what it is. It's yeah. like that. Um, uh, keep ca- keep talking and nobody explodes. Exactly. exactly. Oh, with like IKEA furniture, man, that's an yeah. idea. Someone do that. <laughs> <laughs> We're giving that's these away of- for free. I know. What are you doing here? Trademarked. Everything here is trademarked. Yeah, call our lawyers, uh, Bob, blah, 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 and uh, his partners. Yes. Um, well, very cool. We're looking forward to that, Kyle. And obviously, we'll share all your details so it gets out yeah. and people know what they can expect. That's very cool. Um, 
But one thing that we're very excited to talk about is our Patreon. It's growing, and we're so excited for it because we've got you know new shows. Mark just launched a new show all about The Bad Batch with Charlie and Katie. I mean, you guys are having a good time because you're like, there's just too much to explore in our normal show. And this is exactly what Patreon is all about, making a show for our, our, our folks who love it and new content. So look for that. That launched Friday. Um, so you got a lot of content from, from our Patreon on Friday, which was great. And Mark, is that coming out weekly or what's the cadence for that? I think we're, 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 we're still talking about that. Right now, it's, it's, uh, it was a kind of a bi-weekly plan, but uh, we, we may shift gears and do that because there's not that many episodes of The Bad Batch left. So we're trying to kind of decide that behind the scenes. But absolutely every two weeks, if we don't do a surprise drop this week on, on just one single episode. So, cause last week ended up being kind of like a full half hour episode. And it's kind of different. We each give, we don't record it together. It's not like this. Oh. So we each give our own thoughts on it. So it's, it's, it's basically five minute monologues from all three of us on what we thought about each episode uh, the the highlights, character developments, character arcs, what we thought about how this fits into the overall Star Wars story, all that kind of stuff. And then basically I took everyone's audio and filled in little bits. So I do an introduction. I say, you know, thanks, Charlie. Now we'll move on to Kay. And I just basically line everything up that way. And then at the end, I put in like a thanks for listening kind of thing. So it, it it's, a, it's a weird kind of different show that – we decided to do it that way just from a scheduling standpoint. It allowed all three of us to do that on our own pace. Cause we all watch the show in different times. And Charlie really likes to give his thoughts as soon as he watches something where like, cause you know, if we, if we Charlie watches something at like 3am in the morning when he wakes up, you know, that's it. Crack right? it on. Yeah. And so, so it's not really reasonable for me, like I want to record late at night. He wants to like share his thoughts as soon as he watches it in the morning. So this way it allows us to do that and have that flexibility and then come together. And I, I just kind of stitch everything together and we give basically three different quick takes on each thing. So um, it's kind of a different show and it's, it's something different than we do in Holocron Chronicles, which is now shifted over to uh, talking about the Mandalorian and not giving us a bloated show. The first few episodes of Mando filled up, um, like an hour and 15 minute episode for, for Holocron Chronicles. Like it, it went over our usual time by a significant amount. So you can imagine throwing a half hour or more of, of bad batch onto there. It's like, this is, this is getting bloated. Um, so it's, it's cool to be able to break that up. And it is, if anyone's listening, that's not a Patreon supporter and you still want to listen to bad batch stuff, it is coming over to the regular Holocron Chronicles feed it's just it's a Patreon first show, so we're giving that a week. It will definitely drop on the the main public feeds uh, this week. So keep an yeah. eye out for that. Even if you can't throw us a couple of bucks, it's uh, it's going to be available for everyone pretty quickly because we don't want to take away something that we've been talking about Bad Batch for the last ten weeks, and then suddenly it's like, ah, eh, well, you know, like screw off if you can't afford two bucks or whatever. So uh, that's that's not what we're doing. Um, but you know, pa- Patreons get it first. Yeah, and that's what I think what we want to do is release content we've recorded. A lot of our other stuff is kind of more timeless versus timely, where it's like I'm talking about something like a comic book. That's one of my big show. It's I talk about a comic book, which has already been out. So it's not like you have to control it again. But we shared that one with um, uh, with our good friends at the Carpool Gaming. 
because Sean Capri was on yeah. that one. So it's it's a good collaboration. So I think it's something we'll continue to put out a, a, an episode I'll, you know, on occasion just so people can see what we're doing. So, um, But to that, the people that are seeing what we're doing, uh, at this point, um, we've got our core members. Our best bud, Jamie Prinky. Thank you so much, Jamie. Uh, BFFs, Sean, Stella, Henry, Nias, Missy Merchant, but Mark. We've got some new members. And the first one, I'll tell the first one. You can you can give details in the second one. Uh, the first one is entering the friend zone. It's Uncle Tim Moran. This is Charlie's uncle. He is the a sweetheart of a guy. He sent Charlie a check because <laughs> he didn't know how to do anything. If that's not the most adorable thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that that should just bump him up from the friend zone to like BFF level. Like that is just. The the heart in there is is fantastic. You should and, probably and like you know check that cash that or whatever, and then ask for it back frame to frame. It. Frame <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. The the funny part about it is like he, Charlie's gonna have to figure out how to like actually like share the podcast. I said, well, you could just burn a podcast of him, you know, burn a CD of podcasts, and he can play it in his car. Yeah, <laughs> mail him a thumb drive. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, thumb drive. What are you talking about, Mark? <laughs> You're getting a little crazy there with technology. <laughs> mail him a cassette. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Burn a Old CD mixtape. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Uh, that was my custom move when I was when I was on the prowl for girls. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Well, yeah. Mix master Todd. Oh well. Mm. Custom secret, Kyle. Um, I don't know. What is it? You're making mixed. Uh, you're making just what playlists? That's not as exciting. No. Yeah. yeah I want exactly. to see what kind of mixtape you'd, you'd give to me to try to speak to my soul. Ooh, challenge accepted. Yeah, I want to see. This was like I a Patreon your... exclusive thing right there. I think oh. so. Yeah. Let's let's. Todd <laughs> makes uh, you we'll... a playlist. Yeah. Uh, mixtape playlist. Mix That's... CD. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We'll I see. Like it. Well, we'll see. Um, and then next, uh, our newest BFF uh, is Andy Milliken. She, uh, she, uh, I, apparently, I did some detective work. Found her okay. on Facebook, I think. I think this is someone met Charlie met on the Star Trek cruise. All right. Charlie, Charlie was like, man. He's well, he was fantastic. a salesman, man. He is. Yeah. He carries business cards with all of our details and hands them out I, I everywhere he goes. So you know what? He's like, it's just like Alec Baldwin and uh, uh, Glengarry Glenn Ross always be closing. Yes, yes. Um, but thank you, Andy, for joining. And Kyle, this is the where it gets exciting and fun. Anytime we get a new member at the BFF level, we have to give them a video game power up. Ooh. Can be a good power up or a bad power up. It's all your choice, but it's yours from the heart. So uh, I don't want to put you on the spot. So, but I'll put Mark on the spot since he's gone through this yep. before. Okay, I thought about this one because Andy came in as kind of a mystery person. So I'm going to go fairly basic. I'm going to go classic, and uh, and I'm going to give. Uh, uh, a stealth box. So Andy has the ability at any point to take a box out of uh, thin air, basically, and put that over their head <laughs> or body and become essentially invisible to anyone that they, they don't want to know who or where they are. And, so now you got to give her a Metal Gear Solid name, like like um, Arctic Fox or something like that. <laughs> What's a good one, Kyle? What's a good Metal yeah. Gear Solid agent oh. name? 
I'm trying to think of a cruise pun um, since he met her. I was just gonna say it's gotta be something. Like if, if Charlie met her on the cruise, then I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the uh, the ocean ocelot. Oh, that's a good uh, one. The, the the cruise dolphin. Oh, the wave uh, rider. The wave, wave rider. <laughs> I like yeah. it. All right. The wave call rider. It, not, stealth box power up. Not reclusive kraken. <laughs> That's endgame level bosses. Okay. I think Andy just got here. Maybe, maybe later. She's more like a she's more like a lower level boss. She's got to evolve and get to the higher levels. Yeah. Get it. Yeah, yeah. I got it. I okay. Like, Very good, Mark. I like that one. Oh yeah. Okay. So mine will be she continuously has a theme song running behind her from a video game. <laughs> so and it has to be one that can't drive her insane. So it can't be like like the, the the Mario music. Maybe Legend of Zelda is good enough, you know, like the overworld theme. I never got tired of that. I loved it. I've never gotten tired of the Mario Brothers theme song. You're kind of upsetting oh. me that you did. Well, no, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I like it, too. All right, it's all right. it's constantly going like it doesn't start at a certain moment. It just it speeds forever. up and slows down depending on what you're doing. But it's always okay. there. Like it just maybe it changes, too. Right. OK, I was thinking More like cinematic. Any- yeah, any milestone, it's the uh, the Final Fantasy victory theme. The oh, what if, if that was your... If it's continuous, I, I don't know which one I would want. I mean, you could expand it so like every time you like send an email, you get like a victory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be great. Yeah. Anytime it's... you pay your taxes, that, that, <laughs> that little... Bit. Dollar signs appear above your forehead, of your head and... Yeah. Or they yeah. they fall yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. Or in the <laughs> Mario Collins. theme, the, the coin box. Yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, well, hopefully Andy likes that one. So Kyle, Kyle um, yeah, I'll give her the power of uh, constantly wearing depends, just in case she hears boss fight music in the middle of the. <laughs> she just. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, a, yeah. Um, that will be our quickest. Can you that'll imagine our, that? You're just oh. like strolling down the streets, like do 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 do, and then the doom music kicks da, in. Da, 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 what the hell's going on? Oh, no. <laughs> it's <laughs> just heavy metal guitars, and the sky gets ominous. Um, Mid sleep, just terrifying. <laughs> oh my god, uh, we 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 liked we liked you when you were here, Andy. Sorry you had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't leave yet, because I'm going to give Andy the rare oh, candy. Okay. Oh. I'm going to give her a rare candy from Pokemon. So whenever she needs a little uh, pick me up in experience, like in my case, you know, I'm job searching right now. I'm unemployed once again. If I could just take a rare candy to give me a year of experience to meet the minimum requirements of some of these jobs, I'd take that on a heartbeat. So Andy, use Ooh, it I like that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's who one. doesn't want like that experience boost? It's like the most valuable thing you can ever have. One thousand percent. Yeah. Very, just, very just good. Just and say that you worked at Twitter. Oh, that's true. That's true. They have, they have no HR department I did, I did see that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boss yeah, move. Who are you going to contact? Yeah. The they don't even know. Yeah, senior, like, yeah, I worked there for 10 years. Ooh. Yeah, 100 I made $10 yes. million dollars a day. There's, I mean, that's my asking price. You can't fact check that. You lost it in Bitcoin, too. <laughs> yeah, it, well, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> Well, thanks for joining, Andy. Uncle Tim, welcome to the show if you ever listen to this on a burnt CD. And thanks for our Patreons. Uh, you know, if you want to check out our Patreon, go to patreon.com slash secretfriendsunite. So now we get into, man, we've, we haven't even really talked about video games yet, have we, gentlemen? 
We're not even going to start. Oh, we're going to keep going. <laughs> well, this is video game related. We're doing Byron Return this week. We're doing Scary Enemies. And this is really influenced because Resident Evil 4 Remake is coming out this Friday. I cannot wait. Um, also, we have the Dead Cells um, DLC that came out for Castlevania. So I'm like, you know what? It's not Halloween time. And Mark said, hey, why not? Scary Enemies this week. So I've got vampires, zombies, or werewolves. So with that... Uh, um, you know, basically the rules of Blockbuster, you know, maybe you buy a movie that you kept too long, you return it right away because it's horrible, or, um, you know, you're okay with the rent, but you don't want to own it. So those are the, what we got here. So uh, we got a few folks from our Discord that uh, came in. So, Mark, I'll take the first one. You can take the second one. Uh, from the Winter Gamer, uh, he'd go with zombies because I would guide them to ledges and dropkick them off good move weren't werewolves where i wouldn't need to fight them all the time because you need a full moon good 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 idea and return vampires because i know i would have the bastard beaten and i would see another health bar filling up for them you know second what second second round of the boss mm-hmm. yep all right uh who's in this next one famous the, seamus uh, the, the, okay famous seamus all right uh, oh there's the name yeah the document's a little yeah there we go. All right. Uh, so he said, buy vampires. They have super speed, strength, and mind control. So yeah, that's scary. So he's going with like scare factor. Oh, like, worst. Okay, so the worst ones. Like, okay. Give yourself a challenge kind of thing. So that's very different takes between the two. That's that's interesting to see. Uh, rent zombies in large numbers. Zombies can be scary. And I don't have any guns, so I can't just shoot them in the head. I think he's going IRL for this one too. So he wants a challenge and uh, he's, he's not afraid to admit that he's not quite ready, uh, which is, which is, you know, I think most of us um, mm-hmm. sure. I can maybe lead them to a cliff or an edge, but with unlimited numbers, I might become exhausted and he would return werewolves uh, because they only go out in a full moon. So as long as it's not a full moon, I'm good. I, yeah. All right. I get that. It's like he's managing his resources of like enemies and what the best bang for your buck. Like it, it, I, I could see this like in a game where you have, I mean, I think maybe dungeon master was like that where you had to actually like buy like enemies and place them. And how do you use them? Kind of like plants versus zombies kind of thing like that. I kind of like that. The sim of a being like a boss guy that's controlling the dungeon and who's in it or a game. And you're kind of like the, the, what was it? Um, Left for dead. And you're the, 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 what was it called? The orchestrator where the AI was essentially right. yeah. was adapting to what the, what the, what was going on and putting more enemies there and doing things. It was really wasn't cool. That, wasn't that like the proposed like new fable? Wasn't that going to have a moment? Yes. Like that? Yes. It was going to be yeah. AR. It was going to be what? Four versus one or something yeah, like ace, that. Eight, yeah. What was it? Yeah. Asymmetrical. Asymmetrical. Yeah. Asynchronous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, lastly, Slosh Ritter got in at the very end. He said, buy vampires for making Castlevania an iconic classic. Very good. Rent werewolves and uh, beware the sons of Aragol and World of War classic, which I don't think any of us have played. Uh, and return zombies for no clear iconic individual and being so played out in the last decade. So good point. Yeah, fair, fair. Well, thanks, folks, for giving your take. Now we got to go to our take. So, uh, Kyle, oh, what would you pick? Oh, man. So in terms of scare factor, I think I'm going to... Return zombies. Just because I it's terrifying, for sure. But compared to the other two, less so. Mm. And I think it also depends on the zo- type of zombies we're talking about. Like if we're talking about 
28 Days Later zombies where they're spreading oh. or like Z zombies, yeah. I'm taking them all day. But if they're the slow-moving kind of Walking Dead types, then yeah, we'll return them. I'm not too scared of them. No. So it becomes between both with like uh, vampires and werewolves both have similar things going on where it's nature dependent on when mm. I should be scared of them. So like vampires, as long as I'm in my bed at night, I'm fine. Don't invite them in. And yeah, as long as they stay inside and they can't come in, I'm fine. Werewolves is like once a month kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think I'm going to buy werewolves. I'm going to rent the vampires. So your take was what you can survive? Against? Kind of, sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In terms of, ga- if we're talking like games, though, I'd be kind of similar. Okay. I feel like there's not too many like werewolf games where they're the enemies other than Village. Mm-hmm. That's true, yeah. I was I thinking know, about that, were, yeah. We're getting vampires in Redfall, which is awesome. And obviously Castlevania coming back. Zombies, there's millions of things with zombies in it, but... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Resident Evil, you know, has all of these now, which is just kind of crazy considering I, it started yeah, exactly. with zombies. It's wild. Okay, Marky Mark. That was, yeah, that was that was kind of exactly my take was was uh, video game wise. What do I want to play? Um, it was a very loud car outside. I hope you guys can't hear that. Uh, so so my my video game take was very very much kind of in the same thinking zombies are, are overplayed. There's so many zombie games like return instant return. Um, next up middle, middle tier vampires. We've seen them a bit. We're getting them in Redfall. Scary. Yep. Yeah, sure. Um, but you know, have, have been played a little bit. So I'm going to, I'm going to uh, rent vampires. I want a good werewolf game. I want something where it's just terrifying. There's a pack, maybe. There's a few things. Like, just werewolves can be absolutely terrifying, and and we haven't really seen that. Um, I want that, like, underworld type, like, whatever. It's vampires versus werewolves or just werewolves on their own because, like, they can mess some stuff up. And it depends on what kind of werewolf it is, but I think they can all be terrifying in their own right. There's the more like bipedal, still kind of human-esque kind of werewolf, werewolf by night kind of that kind of thing. Or there's there's the full like just a giant ass wolf that's just coming at you like a hellhound. So I think no matter what way you steer it, like werewolves haven't been played enough and I think are kind of ripe for some gaming goodness. So that's uh, that's my buy. Okay, pretty good. Well, I was thinking from like a gameplay perspective because I'm like, what are really a good you know challenge? Are good for like different mechanics and genres, and that's why I'm buying zombies because I feel like you can just they're good cannon fodder. They are challenging at points. Things like like what is it? Dead Rising. That game it was kind of like just got so silly and they were fodder, but there were so many of them. They get in your way. But then you've got different types of zombies and and the different mechanics you can play around with them. So I, that's why I was going zombies with buy. I know they're overdone, but I just think they are kind of timeless in that fashion. Um, whereas um, I think werewolves can go probably a um, probably a rent. Because your point, there's not a lot of in them, but they are unpredictable. They're fast, typically, and they are typically not just regular fodder. They're used kind of as a, a boss or or more of a, like even in, in, in Village, wow, when one showed up, 
you crapped your pants. And they're like, how am I gonna take this guy out? And they were typically together. So you had some 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 actual strategy with what the werewolves were gonna do because they could communicate. Mm. So I really like that. And if you want a good werewolf game, the query, really good. It's not doesn't seem like a werewolf game, but it is definitely it's really good. Um and then vampires, the problem with vampires is just like there hasn't been a lot of great vampire games where there's a lot of just like either they're like minions and things. Typically it's it's just the boss. So, I mean, that's where I'm thinking Redfall is going to be a really good game for that because we're actually going to get them, but there typically aren't many games. So I'm like, they're, they're typically bosses. So for like, I, and boss fights are typically not that great all the time. So I'm like, that's why I'm returning vampires, but, uh, I appreciate everybody's guidance on this. How would you feel if we got a, uh, what we do in the shadows vampire game? (laughs) Uh, Like a telltale type of game? Are you thinking like that, Kyle? Yeah, that'd be cool, right? Oh, it'd be so good. Would you? Who would you play as? Would you? Would you play as Guillermo? Guillermo, not the energy vampire. I I would love that so much, but yeah, Guillermo would be fun. I just want to be Jackie Daytona working at a bar and a big fan of volleyball club from high school. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. I was just Uh, thinking of a cool uh, werewolf game like Oregon Trail. Or like oh. you, or like like a road trip kind of thing where you're you're a group of you're a party of five, whatever, and every night you have to go out and like hunt for food, whatever, stock up, and you level up the party. But at some point during the trip, it's there's going to be a full moon, and one of you are going to turn into a werewolf, and then it turns into that everyone against the werewolf kind of fight. So if you are oh. putting like all your experience into this one character and they're super strong, but they end up being the werewolf, you're screwed. So like a dead by daylight or something like that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. that, that would be yeah. cool. Yeah. That'd be cool, right? Randomized. Well, that's great. Yeah. Well, and I was I was just thinking about that Again, because there is TM. Don't steal that idea. Exactly. <laughs> Take it to the bank. Uh, Kyle Co. Unlimited. That's your new. Yep. That's your new company. Um, well, I was thinking Forget there was that showcases. game. I'm making games now, <laughs> and we're going to get into what we're playing. But we are going to talk about VR as our main topic. But one of the games that well, there is a VR game, which I don't even know where you can play it. Probably PSVR was um, Werewolves Within. Ubisoft game. It was that whole one night yeah. the Werewolf Ultimate, where you have to determine who the werewolf is. Kind of a the cool game. social game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's probably in PC VR, which you could probably play through Oculus, like Airlink, on- maybe. It was a PSVR one. Was it, is it on Oculus or no? I don't know. Okay. Well, regardless, that's the type that's, I mean, all these are really cool games. So, you know, uh, you know, Hey, werewolf game designers get some really fun, like hair tech and, and, oh. you know, use the PSVR two to its best uh, example. So let's get into it's, what we've been playing. Like gentlemen. Currently on Oculus Rift windows and PSVR. Oh, it's not a very hard game uh, to, to port. I mean, it's not exactly a high end game, so it definitely seems like that should just be on the quest. How is that movie adaptation? Has anyone seen it? That is on my list to see, and I've heard it's phenomenal because okay. it's got okay. a lot of great actors and yeah. actresses in it. The the AT and T girl. Um, yep. Oh, I'm trying to remember his name. Uh, the black guy from he's been in a couple of funny things. He was in uh, the After Party, which you've watched. That, have you watched that show? I'm not no. on Apple TV plus. It's awesome. It's about a high school reunion, like five oh. years later. And it's okay. very good. And a murder happens. It's really, oh, really sick. good. It's right, really, cool. really good. Uh, it's called after party. Using, uh, new girl as well. Sam. Yes. R- Rich- Richardson? Sam Richardson, I think. Yeah. 
Oh, that sounds. A, you know, we're just rewatching New Girl, so he he just partnered with. Uh, I've with never watched New Girl, so I might oh, have okay. to start watching it. But um, yeah, he's really good in it. But yeah, Werewolves Within. I don't know if Ubisoft really had much to do with it, but I've heard really good things about it. All right, cool, 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 cool. Well, you very cool. Ted Lasso too, right? Uh, no. Um, he is in another show. He's been in a few other things, um, but he's always really good in anything he's in. Um. Well, now we're going to talk about some video games, folks, because, you know, we're 35 minutes in. Why not? Uh, So, Kyle, um, tell us what you've been playing. Sure. Um, So before uh, new games came out, I hopped into Shadow Mordor again or restarted Shadow Mordor. It's been a minute. I never finished it. Um, It's so weird how far we've come in games. If that feels like a recent game, I mean, all intents and purposes, it is. But it definitely is already dated. Um, the open world I thought was huge back in the day. It's kind of small. Oh. And uh, the Nemesis system is still amazing. I, I am shocked that they have not taken advantage of that in other WB games. Mm-hmm. Like, I was hoping that being Gotham Knights, um, but. It makes it sense. Opportunity. Yeah, it, yeah, for sure, missed opportunity. Um, don't know if I'm going to continue it. It just it was kind of like a uh, I'm bored. Let me hop and hop back in and, and whatnot. The uh, Shadows of War, the sequel. Yeah. Much better because it they is? added okay. so many awesome mechanics. You essentially build a team of orcs, like an army of orcs. You influence yeah, yeah. them. It's phenomenal. My son absolutely loves that game. Maybe I'll just hop into that one. Um, yeah. But yeah, then that was until uh, WWE 2K23 um, got that. It's it, it is the best WWE game in a very long time. They they finally listened. They made the right choices. It's way less buggy and glitchy um, than years past. Where like uh, I remember in a tag team match, my partner just walked off into the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> and like on the same on the same plane as the ring too, like he didn't like hop down and go through the barricade. He was just walking on people's heads into the distance. Exactly, Jesus. like it's or like the ropes like glitching out or someone getting stuck on the ropes and rubber banding and whatnot. Haven't run into that at all yet. Um, it uh, the gameplay has certainly been uh, fixed. It's more of an arcadey thing. It's simplified mm-hmm. where. You have the strikes with the I'm playing on PlayStation, so the square button, uh, X are heavy strikes, and then circle is grab, and then you can do square and X after you grab to do like the suplexes, more complex things. Um, so it's way more simplified than uh, it was in years past. Creation suite is awesome. GM mode is so good this year. Where, from not familiar, you run a show, you have a Raw SmackDown, one of the main shows. And you draft a roster, then you have to basically run a year's worth of shows, pay-per-view, build rivalries, pick the matches, manage your finances, whatever, go against the other brand stuff. Um, it's super in-depth, and uh, it's a good time, for sure. Cool. I don't know if you guys are, are wrestling fans or played wrestling games in the past, but this one's I, I, this is like pretty good. At 64 days. Is yeah, okay. Yep. I, I'm a... Yeah. Yep. 
yeah, I'm a wrestling fan, but I'm not very good at like those complicated things. So Fair. I go back to the I go back to the WrestleMania the game where it had like Doink the Clown. Oh, yeah. It was like a weird hey, NBA Doink jam is in style this one, game. Actually. Doink yeah, is yeah. back. Yeah, I oh love that God. game though. It's a huge roster. Yeah. Yeah. I love that game because it was like NBA jam with wrestling where you'd like yes. get the big power ups and stuff. It was so good. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not it's not quite that arcadey, but like a little that makes me more interested. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. It's it's, when when sports games get so technical, like, and I love that because the people that love them and the people that play them every single year, like, you need that, right? But like, that's not something I'm going to spend a ton of time in, like I do with like Fortnite or something like that, and learning the mechanics. Um, So it's it's one of those things that it's like it looks cool, but not for me to to burn some time in. But hearing that it's a bit more accessible or a bit more a bit more yeah yeah okay right like like with the reversals in years past it would have like a different button for like a strike reversal and a bit different button for a grapple reversal it's all Mm. just triangle now nice triangle for all reversals if you hold down triangle you actually block and there's like a dodge so it is more simplified in that way and i think it's way more easier to pick up a controller and actually do cool things where in years past it's it's just like okay what button com- combinations do i need to do to get to the really cool move that i want to do with this person so it, it, it's it's way more fun trying to figure that out on the fly um nice so yeah that's my time with wwe um, nice playing uh tachia uh i can finally talk about it now and i'm happy nice. this landed because the embargo went live today uh, Tachia is a new indie game coming on PlayStation and PC from, I'm going to butcher the studio's name, it's Awa Keb, I think. Um, first game of theirs, uh, the game is all about their home uh, land of New Caledonia. Um, it's inspired by them, and it is beautiful, it's charming. You play as little Tachia and um, on her journey... And it's really just discovering the world and exploring the world. Um, and it's just culturally awesome. I love learning about this world. I haven't finished the game, but I, I'm just stuck bouncing back and forth and doing the collectibles and and, and doing the different races. And you can um, take over animals and wildlife for a little bit. And you can fly and swim and whatnot. And it's very much like, and I don't know if I ever told you guys this before. I'm not a huge Zelda person. Um, this is very much a Zelda game that I can, I'm more into. Where it's got like that stamina, Breath of the Wild thing where like you can climb things, you have a meter going down or gliding, there's a meter or whatever. It's yeah. way more forgiving. It's, it's way more, this game's way more about um, just experiencing the world and their homeland mm-hmm. more than you know, like combat, whatever there is combat, but it's very much like you're not punching things or you're just you know, taking over like oil lanterns and gas canisters and chucking them at these magical creatures made of cloth to burn them. Oh, and that's it. Like there's not okay. a, there's not like, you know, combos or weapons or anything like that. It's just like a, a fun, really cool, relaxing, chill game where, uh, you can like summon different animals by taking out your ukulele and you can change the time of day by playing the notes on the ukulele and just Aww. chill out and play along with the notes. It's a full very ocarina. Like, yeah. 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 It's just, awesome. it's a great time. It's a great time. Is there like Has a, announced for anything oh. else? 
Yeah, I know it's uh, like PlayStation as of right, right now. now. It's day one on PlayStation Plus. If you're, I hate their naming conventions of of this thing. I think it's <sighs> premium. If I'm wrong, feel free to let uh, let me know. Extra, uh, extra, extra, something more like that. expensive. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, pricey. I, PlayStation Plus pricey. <laughs> and I think it's just PC and PlayStation right now. I don't know if they've announced anywhere else, but yeah. All right. Is yeah, there? Awesome. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, is there like a a goal? I mean, is it just more of an experience there, type game? There is a there is a story. Um, I I've been so lost in doing the collectible stuff that it's it's been hours since I've done a story quest. Um, so it seems like the, for lack of better words, there's an evil guy that takes your your uncle, <laughs> or, or oh, no. And, and, and takes him to the city, right? Um, where you are, you live in the land, you live off the land, and he took uh, your uncle or father, again, a little hazy, off to the city, and uh, you it's basically you need to rescue him. Um, that's the main goal. And in order to uh, get an audience with the with the guy, you need to gather materials to give a offering to make that meeting happen kind of thing. It's got some really cool, uh, some nice humor in there. Um, it, it really is all about the world, though, first and foremost. So yeah, so, sounds like a video game kind of story, just to like yeah. an excuse to go and explore the world, which yeah. is absolutely I like that. That's great. Yeah, yeah very yeah. pretty. Yeah, seems like an all ages game too, which is to what PlayStation needs 1, more of those. Thousand percent. Yeah. Nice. Well, very cool. So, um, Kyle, I know you're a VR aficionado, and um, I'm going to talk a lot about VR. So, um, yeah, that's what I was anything. Hold off until you okay, go. Uh, great. We probably use some complimentary things, yes. which is cool. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, let's get to Mr. Man. Uh, Mark, I feel like I've yep. seen you play these games before. <laughs> I was thought you were going to talk about like Fortnite, man. The like the crazy latest like i don't know cyberpunk Fortnite. well yeah okay so i mean there there is i was gonna put that on here but there, so there is a new uh chapter or new season or whatever of, of Fortnite. um the the trailers are a little misleading because it looks like the whole thing is like a neo tokyo kind of thing and that is basically a tiny little city that's dropped on the existing map already so most oh. of the map hasn't changed from the last season it's just like a few POIs have been added. Um, there's some like traditional, like ancient looking kind of like Japanese inspired stuff. And then other, like the other, like the city is like, like I said, like Neo Tokyo, there's grind rails. There's all this kind of stuff, like super fast speed bikes and everything. Um, it's cool. It's Fortnite. I, um, you know, I'm, I'm still loving it. I still like check in a couple of times a week and, and play that, but um that's that's and i have to apparently catch up to brennan myers he's got more wins than me so that's apparently and he plays with this kid in his lap <laughs> i know yeah i've uh but I, I so i've been playing other things speaking of my kid uh so finn has become obsessed with a couple of things and i've been leaning into that as hard as i can because uh it makes him smile so uh hot wheels we picked Ooh. him up a couple of like actual Hot Wheels, and he loves them. And he has like a track that uh, his his uh, the best. his uncle got, got him for Christmas, and uh, so now we have like Hot Wheels that we add to that. And um, 
and he loves it. So I was like, okay, well, there's a Hot Wheels game on Game Pass. I wonder if you'd like seeing that. So I downloaded Hot Wheels Unleashed and started kind of diving into it while he's there. And he always picks the car that I am. I let him like pick, you know, tracks and other things. And, and, uh, and I'll give him if I'm play cause I, I play it on Xbox. So I'll give him a switch controller and he will just play along with me. Yeah. And it's great times. He gets so excited. I posted, if you're, if you follow me on Instagram, I posted a picture of him playing the next game. I'll be talking about, uh, Mario, Mario Kart, uh, eight deluxe on switch. Uh, he was playing that with my wife on the weekend. So his other obsession is, is uh, Mario. He saw oh, the movie trailer a few times. He's been watching like let's plays on YouTube. Cause you know, we'll put something on YouTube that if he likes to watch whatever, usually it's Paw Patrol related, but uh, he started asking for Mario. So Sweet. again, lean into it. Um, so now he asks us to play for him or he wants to play himself. So again, I give him, in this case, I give him an Xbox controller and then one of us plays the Switch. And uh, <laughs> he's so Sneaky excited. Dad. Sneaky daddy. <laughs> How old Those is Those little tricks. Uh, two and a half. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh, so and it's, it's close to there. Yeah. He, yeah. he's he's getting there he he'll like the paw patrol game so like we played like paw patrol racing or um <clears throat> what was it uh, uh gigantosaurus todd that i mm-hmm. talked about a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago yeah. From, uh, the uh yeah so he's played he's played those and they they're great because by default those games have like easy mode on where you don't have to even touch the controller and you'll still do the race and it'll keep you on track and blah blah, blah. and he likes those but his new obsession with again with with Mario and and Mario Kart, then he's just like, okay, let's play this. Um, and it the assisted mode's not quite as good. It's 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 there, but um, not quite as good as as the outright game stuff. Um, but he loves he loves watching us play and playing it, and he'll ask for like one more, just one more race, uh, and it's it's adorable. So I've been really just diving into those. Any chance that i can when he's awake if i'm gaming that's kind of what it is so i uh, haven't been playing much new on my own i for some weird reason got back into pokemon legends arceus uh so i had come very close to finishing that game and then squirreled off into something else and uh I think it's a mix of a couple of things that got me back in. One was just kind of like looking at my switch and being like, okay, what can I play? What can I finish? Like little backlog, picking some things off. But two, um, the, the Ambernick, uh, RG 35. Oh, I was going to say, Mark, we're going to have to talk about that in an extended uh, thing. Cause, uh, I got mine. Yeah. You got yours. Mine's on its way. So maybe in a couple of weeks, I'm hoping we'll both have them and we'll be yeah. able to do like a little breakdown of what we think of these little yeah. retro handhelds. Um, but I'm very excited. So I was getting ready of like, what games am I going to play? Like old Game Boy games or GBA games. And the Pokemon games are obviously on that list. So, um, so it's like, I'm excited to go back and play some old Pokemon games that I haven't for years. And, uh, you know, what's going to get me in the Pokemon mood. So Arceus, uh, and I finally finished it last night. I, I beat the, the main story. I did all the, the, the main beats. There's still a bunch of stuff to do like side missions and complete the Pokedex. And there's more story apparently to, to continue once you do that. But for all intents and purposes, I saw the credits of that game and I'm very happy with where I ended. So, um, so that's it. I've been just revisiting stuff and playing a tiny bit of Fortnite, but honestly, mostly uh, Mario Kart and Hot Wheels. 
Mark, I'm very yeah. proud of you. You didn't even come to me once, the Pokemon Master, for pro tips. Mm-hmm. So good, uh, good you on you, man. Every single time I catch something, I laugh because the Pokedex entries in this one are like ridiculous and like the the pokemon are all like different from what they usually are and i'm like i i need to like record some of these and do another episode of poketod i i wait your uh your challenge i, I cannot That's wait to happen. be absolutely right when you mention a pokemon name well, yeah. it'll go down uh, I was going to say something that y- you may be excited about. I don't know, but Finn could be really excited. And Kyle, you know, you, you little ones in your life too, that Disney Speedstorm game. Um, that's yeah, the card free to play. That. It's yeah. coming to early access April 18th, 2023. Mm-hmm. So uh, that might be an entryway to a lot of people because it's mm-hmm. Disney characters yeah. and carts. And I'm not sure what the roster will be. And uh, apparently they could have like new add additions like for eternity if they really wanted to yeah i mean i can't wait till miley cyrus is included yeah (laughs) we we watched the trailer for that as a family got very excited he uh he as soon as he saw mickey and donald it was because he has like hot wheels or like die cast metal cars of like uh the the whole mickey group that he loves so of course seeing them on TV, it was like he's holding his Mickey car and he's seeing it on TV. And it's just like, okay, roads to racers, but you know, we can play mm-hmm. it. Like, let's go. So, yeah, definitely excited. It's only a matter of time before like Marvel and then Star Wars, and it just gets crazy. I know exactly. I will throw some money just like you, you give me Star Wars DLC, <laughs> shut up and take my money. You're in Look at my exactly. Exactly. Star, Star Wars and Marvel DLC, yeah, and like okay. a mini Tie Fighter on the car on the course, oh. yeah. Oh hell yeah! No, they're just gonna use those weird Hot Wheels Star Wars cars, like the Vader mobile. That's all it's gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna be ridiculous. Still, I'm still one hundred twenty percent. The Yoda van. That's not even yeah. a thing, but I just made it up. Or maybe it is. Yeah, we'll see. Oh well. Uh, let's see. For me. Um, I played the Diablo 2 beta on PS5 uh, this weekend. Uh, and the funny part is to get a beta code. Oh, Diablo 4, right? Yes, Diablo 4. Did I say Diablo? You said 2. Oh, no. I did not play Diablo 2. Did not play the remaster or whatever. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was waiting for... I couldn't get find a beta code for that game for some reason. Yeah. I had to go to, like, Jack in the Box. No. Um, no, I did get the beta code for Diablo 4. Diablo 4 um, and the funny part about that is to get one, you had to go to KFC. Oh, and there no, was con- you got a double down? No, there's controversy about this, but I found oh, okay. out you did not have to get a double down. You could okay. get, like, any chicken sandwich, and you could... Pick. So I like got the most reasonable of menu items. So I'm not one of those people that's going to get two pieces of chicken breasts uh, fried with some bacon and cheese in the middle. That's way too big and really shouldn't eat that. But um, yeah, I got my regular sandwich and stuff. It was fine. Um, but I got the code. And actually, I could have canceled the order because they gave me the code and I ordered the food for like the next day. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to be an upstanding individual for the Colonel and, and keep my promise. So I got the code and this was open up. uh, This was open on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And, um, wow. I don't know if you've played Diablo in a while. I had not played Diablo since Diablo three when it launched on PC. So we're talking like 11 years ago. Um, so, I really am not like the Diablo guy, but I played Diablo from the original one on PlayStation and PC all through them. 
And this game I played as a sorcerer, and they limited the number of classes you could play as. Like, there was three playable classes. So um, it's a beautiful game, really cool storytelling. I thought that I hadn't seen in Diablo before, which was neat. It's definitely darker. Um, the opening cinematics is beautiful. Just I think it's the same cinematic we've seen before. Wonderful. And it's really cool. Um, now, what I will say is... I didn't like my class because being the sorcerer, you basically you get your uh, basically a couple different. And I don't know if I've gone longer, if I got more, but essentially you don't get like a melee and magic. You just get magic um, once you get your wand or, or your thing. So I felt like I was always in cooldown mode. And your sprint is also on cooldown. So it's kind of frustrating because I kind of felt like. I'm not really geared to do a lot what I want to do. And I know the longer you probably play Sorcerer, you get spells upon spells. And while the one's cooling down, you get another one. But early on the game, it wasn't very fun. And I think a better class, and I think um, Ryan Turford said, play a Druid maybe, which is kind of like a mixed class, which is melee and spells. And I think I would have liked that more. But a lot of people just say, just play the Barbarian and go, go ape. So, um, right. but I, it's really good. Um, and I didn't play any like, um, like any co-op or anything like that or online because it's an online game. And it's cross-play across all platforms, I believe, too. So this opens it up. So I think this game is going to be huge. Um, and I don't know if I'll play it at launch because it's Diablo. It's not like the story you have to worry about being spoiled. It'll still be there. It's a game that kind of live. It's a living game. So I don't feel like I have to be there day one to play it. Um, but I, I do want to play it because I think it'll be a lot of fun. And I not really ever played it on console before. I've only played it on PC and I've become less and less of a PC, like keyboard and mouse guy. So I'm very excited to play it on console and it'll be great because like I said, it's open to everyone. And I assume when, Xbox closes the deal. This is going on Game Pass like day one. So I might just wait until that happens. But who knows? That could be three years down the road whenever that happens. We'll see. Jim Ryan may have to pass away before that happens. If you do want to do some magic and you want to play as the Barbarian class, just equip him with a frying pan and he can do cast iron. Kyle, uh, would you like to meet my new co-host? <laughs> Oh, why? Why didn't I see that coming? Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> that pan is so fast and it hits you in the face. You don't even see it oh coming. Mark's wit is like uh, grease lightning. Dad joke. Did you Plus get two. that from the the Ellie's pun book from the last one? Where exactly. My <laughs> <laughs> goodness. Mm, thank that you, Mark. That was very good, Mark. That's that was very good. good. Yeah. So Diablo comes out in May, so it'll be there on buy it however you want. So it's there. I don't know if there's. I think does PlayStation have a deal, or does somebody have a deal with with Diablo, or is it just nobody has a deal and just play it wherever you want? I think it wherever you want. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. It's there. It's going to be like sixty or seventy bucks. Play it. Uh, I know everybody is going nuts and saying. Can a beta be the game of the year? Which is when I hear that, I'm like, that's good. And I got kicked once um, and I couldn't get back in, but I did get back in and it saves your progress. And people could play for like, I think some people play for like 20 hours. That's ridiculous. So yeah. big bang for the buck for, you know, going to KFC. So there you go. Um, <laughs> um, but then we're going to get into some 
PSVR 2 talk. I assume, Kyle, that's what you're going to be talking You're not going to be talking about Quest or Oculus Rift or, or, or um, oh, any of the, uh, the, the right here. Very good. Very good. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'll let you know that I played this at Sean Nias's house. He got it, invited me over. We had a good afternoon of VR. I never played PlayStation VR except for a demo back in the day um, with Raw Data, I think was the game I played. Um, and then I've owned Oculus Quest. Mark owns Oculus Quest 2. Uh, and then Kyle, you own PSVR two, so I think we got a good quorum to talk about VR. And that's going to be our major topic. But I just want to talk about some of my experiences, um, which um, and then Kyle, anything complimentary by all means, sure. pipe in. Um, so I played. I'll tell you the games I played: Horizon Call of the Mountain, uh, NFL Pro Era, GT Seven. Then I played another shooting game that, quite honestly, we didn't get very far because we didn't feel it was a very intuitive game. Because uh, Sean actually bought like. 12 VR games. So he's got a huge library now of games. And I kept on saying, Oh, you should play Demio. You should try this. And it's like, I didn't yeah. want to keep and and you know, in PlayStation, you can't gift a game, which is the dumbest thing in the world. I don't know why console makers don't be like, I, I can buy it and just send it to you. Yeah. It's, it's they, a- I mean, they, they finally added the ability to wishlist games yeah. in the store. But even then it, we won't be able to gift games it's so weird why is that i guess they i don't don't know know. but it's like it's like giving somebody a gift card is like really impersonal but you figure like if you buy them a game that's Mm -hmm. a little bit more personal but oh well um so uh i'll start with horizon call the mountain that is like the prestige game of playstation uh gorilla games partnered with uh fire sprite Mm -hmm. okay um and this is uh horizon call of the mountain is essentially a side story Aloy is there and you talk to her and she's short. Um, she's shorter than me, which is saying a lot because I am only five foot something. Uh, (laughs) And, uh, and it it is very cool because it is one of those games where you go and it's beautiful, looks great. The technology is awesome, but it's one of those games where you just want to like, can I throw the plate? Can I hit a drum? Can I do all these dumb things? Can I throw my, drumstick at somebody and hit them in the head will they do that what can i do i just want to play with all the rules and see if i can break them and i did and it was great like you have a painting mechanic where you can paint it's just just out of the blue it's it's just really cool Mm -hmm. um and it is fully immersive where um you know you do use hand motions to pull back to get an arrow another pull out the uh the 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 bow and throw and shoot your arrows it's very cool that way you see your health on your hand which is really neat. Uh, it's a very cool mechanic as well. Um, it's got, I, I'm trying to remember, and Kyle, you're probably better at this, the mo- the, mo- the movement in, in, in VR and in games is pretty standard where it's like a teleport or move with the joystick or the, the, yeah. the control mm-hmm. stick. And I can't remember which one I did, to be honest. But um, Horizon does a really cool thing where you essentially, it allows you to do almost like a quick move, uh, to the left, to the right, to the back. So it's a little bit more uh, forgiving for combat. Um, and it, it's really it's really uh, effective. Um, it's got the, the PSVR 2 has haptic feedback in the actual visor, which many people don't realize, um, where you can feel like air going back, a knock to the head. Very cool. The sound, it's neat. It's got earbuds like that actually are connected to the headset, and you can I use earbuds. That. And you can yeah. put it has like little holders for them too, so it's not like you have I, to worry about you're going to lose them. I was like, what are these things right here? Well, what are these? When I took them out, I was like, oh, they're to put the little earphone in. Yeah, for a nice, a nice little uh, keep away. That's yeah, kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. 
and they aren't as immersive and you can use the 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 the, um the the pulse headset as well uh for more of that that 3d audio which i think is really going to give you that whole virtual sense so it's very cool um and then um it's got a really cool button you just hit that allows you to see the ar vr nature so if you lose your your controllers you can see it really easy so i love that feature because quest one didn't have it which sucked Mm -hmm. because i'm like where are my things and i have to take off my thing all the time and where do i get it and not not convenient. And then the the duals. What do they call the controllers? Do they call them the dual sense controllers. Sense. I think they're just called the sense controllers. Sense controllers. So there are sticks. There are buttons. Um, and it has um, like triggers on the inside. And um, they're very comfortable to hold. Very much a mix of like Quest Two, I think, um, and uh, Quest One. Kind of that comparison where you can wrap your hands around it. Um, and it's also got the um, I think it's got, does it have both haptic and the, all of the features of dual sense? I can't remember. Correct. Yep. And it can also track your hands as well. Yeah. It's, it's really neat. So, and there's cameras in the headset and everything, and it's only got one wire and the wire is attached, um, which is convenient and didn't get in the way. It's long enough. I didn't have a problem mm-hmm. with it. Um, the biggest problem I had was running into dogs or children um, because they were trying to, be wacky kids so yes uh and, and my, not- my biggest issue with the headset is it is sliding on my head Ooh. a whole lot maybe yeah. it's because i have you know thicker hair and maybe you I about time for a haircut you get thicker uh, hair you know, than I me didn't to, i didn't want to say it todd <laughs> uh but like i have to wear a beanie uh, okay oh really with, and just so it just keeps sliding and it comes out of my nose and then oh. everything gets blurred and I constantly keep tightening it. And then if, if I go too tight, I get headaches. Oh, okay. It's just, it's very yeah. weird. And I mean, every headset I've ever used minus the quest, because that has like an over the head. Yeah. It's got a pull back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like PSVR one, I have the same issue. So maybe it's just my abnormally sized head. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's got a, it's got like a fan in it too that people talk about. I didn't yeah. fe- I didn't feel the need to, but it's it's a fan, so it actually cools. Because in the Quest One, you start sweating like a bad boy in there, oh, and then you got yeah. you got sweat coming down your eyes. It's not really that good, and PSVR I wear glasses, well. and you start fogging yeah. in the glasses, so it's not ideal. Um, these have these I, really cool like silicone. Um, uh, oh my god, it's like a material that blacks out outside yeah. light as well. Yeah, so you really are immersed when yeah. you're in there. I thought from a fitability and adjustability, I thought the Quest, or, or sorry, the, uh, the the PSVR two beats the Quest out of the ground because it's 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 you'd have a crank and you have a button and it goes in and that's it and it's like that's super easy. It was easy to go from Sean to his daughter to Henry who is ten, and we all have different head size noggins. I have glasses, the kids don't. It worked great. Um, the only problem I found it's, it's a Todd problem, not a VR problem. I've got a very small, what they call ocular distance, which is the eyes. Mm. And almost all of them are too much for me. Like they're too big. They don't have a small enough setting. So it's really to get it just right. Um, and because of that, I felt like I wasn't getting ideal, but it's the same thing with quest. So it's not something unique to that. Be, and you can adjust it's like the, it's a little oh, wheel. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. you mess with the wheel. wheel. Yeah, to bring it in. Um, but it's still it was probably the best I've had of the experiences, um, which is nice. Um, so overall, I think everything there is fantastic. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Even like the little things, the pull to hold it are super easy. They're not they're very super intent intuitive, which is nice. And um, the way it sets your your um, 
uh, the, what, what do we call it? The Guardian and in, in Quest, we call it whatever. Super easy Boundary. as well. It's weird though. They make you look at the ceiling, which I had yeah. not seen before, and the walls. So they actually do the whole area. So it's like mapping mm. anything, not just the ground, but like the chair that you might be. The, the chair might stick out a little bit versus on the ground, and it accounts for that. So it's it's really really super easy to use so i had a blast with that so the the horizon was great you met I, aloy really liked the combat i took on a one of the the first beasts that was really cool and fun to do so but i didn't get to play too long but the climbing was fantastic the um the vistas and everything i saw were amazing when the beast flies over your head the uh haptics makes it feel like air rushing by it's yeah. so immersive. Like, and Mark, like I said, this, when I told Sean when I was playing it, it was like being on a jungle cruise, like at a Disney park. I'm like, this is amazing. And the visual acuity, there's a reason why this thing is what it is and what it costs, because I have the quest. It's, it's, and I would say the quest is fine, but it's because it's mobile. You, you are limited with that horsepower. Um, but when you hook up the quest to like a PC, it's, much better. It's just a better experience in regards to visual key, like Moss on Quest One without being hooked up to the PC. It looks okay. When I hooked it up to my son's PC with the 3060 Ti, it pops. It's beautiful. It's great. Um, and this thing was like, it was wonderful. I mean, just like, there's a reason why high end VR, I think a lot of people don't appreciate it because, like, oh, why would I do that? I'm like, there's a reason, but it's, it's a high level entry. So, with that, I think there's, this is an option for people. It's cheaper than PC VR, which I would say this is a similar experience, and I would go with this versus that. Um, but um, and I'm curious to see what Quest Two does, or Quest Three does, because they're going to say they're trying to say around the same price point as Quest Three, and that technology grows and what they're going to do. I mean, it, and if that's still at around four hundred bucks, that's going to be very compelling, and it might fight off people with PSVR too. So, um, but yeah, so that's kind of my experience you, with Horizon. Uh, did you notice while your your friends were playing, um, he had did they have it hooked up on a TV so everyone else could mm-hmm. watch? Yep. Did you did you notice? Uh, and I didn't realize what this term was until I was actually playing it, and and my nieces were playing, and I was watching the screen. The foveated rendering, where yes. like it Super actually. Uh, like what you're looking at is the highest quality and that everything around it is not as high. Yeah. And you can totally tell that watching the TV of somebody playing in VR because everything is so fuzzy and you could tell where they are looking yep. in the headset. It is wild. And on top yeah. of like the eye tracking when you're in it, like similar to when you get your PS5 and you pop in Astro's Playroom and you finally feel what the dual sense feels like mm. for the first time and the the haptic triggers whatever the simple setup of like look at all the colors and as you look they pop up and make a noise like a musical chime i did that for a full 5 minutes cuz i was in awe that that was so accurate it is wild it is such a huge step up from any vr headset i've used it's yeah. insane it was neat because the, the 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 eye tracking was interesting because I played a game game I don't remember the name of it was where you did have more of a shooter, uh, and I when I think about shooting a lot of times you close one eye whatever the yeah. dominant eye is and you shoot that you can't do that because <laughs> when you close an eye it screws it up because it's using eye tracking so I'm like it's working but it's a little bit different so yeah, yeah. I, I it, it it really cool experience and and Horizon is a great experience for that. Uh, so I definitely say that's a must buy game. Um, yeah. When you get the, to even craft arrows too, like when you're further in the game. Okay. I didn't get to there. 
you actually have to craft the arrows and take the different blaze canisters uh, okay. or whatever and put in the arrow and actually assemble them and, and just the like you you mentioned it earlier just the pulling an arrow off your back is so cool and like walking around the world there's these hidden uh targets around the landscape that you are like the collectibles for every level and just seeing one off in the distance and then quickly just going bam and then going away going on your journey you feel like such the, a, a cool hero character in the moment it just if i felt like legolas going through this game just pulling it out and just pinpointing these targets it's neat it's so fun it's so yeah cool. and then, of course when we're when i'm writing, writing in the boat the very open they said hey Todd, touch the water and you touch the water and it if the, the the haptics are what makes it feel like it's running water over your hand mm-hmm. and that's just it's just really cool i mean i i and i and it was funny i was watching a kind of funny they had their indie they had some indies on today and they were talking about like they yeah, have a game, game showcase yep they had a game in vr that was pretty cool and they're talking about like more game. yeah we're gonna bring it to psvr too which is great because that's what it should be like hey we can yeah. just port it because it should be fairly easy to do now with these games so the library will grow and that's oh, why i noticed even even just at launch i mean there's like 40 or 50 games like that's not a bad number no. um it's not nearly as bad as a lot of people are making it out to be no. there, there's a lot of quality stuff on there and it's important for all vr devs to put their stuff on vr things because then vr is not going to grow if things exactly. are kept to one single thing like you yeah, need there's not many exclusive now. these days right i mean it's really just what what quest funds and maybe what playstation funds beyond that everything else is pretty much open open uh, the, to go the after big one is still half-life alex yes which that, that is the big one but what, uh <sighs> Which I'll talk about that experience uh, <laughs> when we when we uh, when we get to that point. But I, I really want to hit on a couple others, and then obviously Kyle, you can talk yeah. about if there's anything new. Sure. Uh, uh, GT Seven. This is the game. This was a, this game blows your mind. The fact that this is just a they just added this mode to a full fledged Gran Turismo, and it is essentially the full game within VR. And the way they accounted for it in the cockpit view and all of the things. This really should have been put out like this is also the must play game. When people say must play, I mean this is a showstopper. I mean it is that that impressive. What it is though is a puke maker or a <laughs> I could only play for a little bit and it was too much for Todd. And I had C bands on. If you know what C bands are, they're just these little race wristbands that go in at pressure points to help with motion sickness. I didn't have that with any of the other games. This is the only one I had, and everybody says the same way. If there's gonna be one game, and Sean's brother mentioned his, he had the same problem. This game will do it because you're kind of in a racing game. You're looking all over, and that's the problem. You can't get like a focal point because you're looking in rear view mirror. You're looking at the side. When you look at the side, and driving isn't this hard, but in here, it's just like once you get used to it, you could do it pretty well. But it's so uncanny. You're going so fast around a track. You're like, ugh. Um, but yeah, it was a fun experience by all means. But a, a, a person with a more steel stomach might need to play it. Um, Sean's daughter was playing it. She didn't have any problems. So of course being young probably helps, but she almost tipped over a car and we laughed our asses off. <laughs> so I'm like, how did you do that? It was like a little Fiat. It was like, like, how do you do that? So, but we had a fun with that game. It was really impressive though. If you have a game and, and like I said, it's a free upgrade. So it's, it's pretty impressive. Uh, then the last game that I really want to talk about, this is, this goes into antics, Mark NFL pro era. This, this is the, an NFL licensed game that i think is already on quest um yep. it's on playstation vr as well 
this is not the Patrick Mahomes game because there's another Patrick Mahomes game, which is a little bit more like virtual, like the characters don't look real. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a different game, okay. but that's not in PlayStation VR. That's on Quest actually came out a few years ago. That one's more like arcade. He doesn't have like the real experience. Mm-hmm. This game is like the real NFL experience and it's impressive. And like before I played it, like Sean was telling me, like Henry played it, but he was so short like all the linemen were over top of him. He couldn't throw the ball past them because it accounts for some of those things. Um, so I was worried. I'm like, I'm not a tall guy either. So this is going to go, but this game is awesome. I mean, you play it as like the quarterback of the Vikings, Kirk cousins, you're looking at your receivers, they coming over to you and it's primarily a offense only game, like NBA, NFL blitz kind of type of game. And, but it's awesome. I mean, it is looking around, understanding where you need to go. And, Todd didn't understand that when you hand off to the to, to your running back behind, you actually don't have to run and go to a direction. I did and ran into their couch and stubbed my toe. I looked, I cracked my toenail and had a bloody toe. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh no. You're, you're, yeah. You're Richie's plank experience to the PlayStation VR too. I, it was like the Wiimote into the TV. It was the Todd made the rookie mistake, um, but it was glorious. We had such a good time. I took video of Sean, which I'll have to figure a way to share that in the Discord, Mark, because Sean is such like, he gets this joyous kid-like nature. He gets so excited and he threw a pass. He was so, it was glorious. It was just, and that's the game that we played the most of because we just had a blast. It was something I've never experienced as sport in VR. Because uh, I'm like, how is that going to work? Because, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes it's unintuitive and this one just worked. You had to figure out how to throw the velocity because the velocity does play in to throw how far you can throw it and picking the plays and you used like your little wrist pad like the quarterbacks have and you select your play. It's really a fun experience and it's only it, getting it better. Is, it's a good time for sure. I was very excited to get it and I played it. Uh I don't know if it's my setting. My room's too dark. Yes, not, we think we had problems. Did you have like the thing that kept on breaking it? Like um, it would pull well, you they, out. It would it wouldn't pull me out. But like you know where uh, you look at the receiver and they gl- they have like that green yeah. ring say whether they're open or not. That just went away mm. completely. Really? And, and okay. None of, none of my passes would go to anybody. So I became uh, Michael Vick or Lamar Jackson and just rushed <laughs> the whole for time. <laughs> I just ran for it the whole time because it nothing would work. And when I would throw it, because the targeting wasn't there, the ball would go backwards. Yeah, I was wondering about the light sensitivity and, and the, yeah, the room so environment would do something with it. I was very excited about it because I love a sports game. I love playing like career stuff in sports games and being the QB of the Giants is like, come on, why, how can I not? Um and it is cool, like being in the stadium and looking around and, and yeah, getting into it and, and calling out the defenders, even though you're playing by yourself and no one's in the yep. room. I'd be like, all right, watch the Mike, Mike, boo boy, too. And then doing the whole thing, which you don't have to. Uh, and then the, the roar of the crowd and whatnot, and being on the sidelines. Oh, it's it's phenomenal. And it's then when I hear beautiful. it, I heard Omaha, and I'm like, oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> what the heck? It's just uh, for, for, I guess, my area, I just, I wish it worked better. Yeah, and we had that with, with, with in Sean's basement. He had some side windows, and it would kept on looking like it was it was like it, I don't know what the it, we got an error, and I'm like, why is this continuing to do this? So we couldn't figure. But they're also patching the game quite a bit, so That's I noticed great. there were some glitches. I, I, so. yeah, I think yeah, it'll yeah. be a much better experience once they get through the. I mean, PlayStation VR two has been out like 
a month and exactly. a half. So exactly. it'll get better. Yeah, it'll get better. But I think yeah. that was our funnest time and it, it, it was a blast. We had a good time. Yeah, that's good. I, yeah. Uh, is there, you said you got a video of, is, is there video of you with the, the, the tripping experience? Is I don't know if Sean <laughs> really planned for that. And if he did, um, I would probably go and find his phone and maybe throw it in uh, Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> okay. All right, we can we can start a GoFundMe that that doesn't happen, and the video ends up in the Discord channel. Uh, I'm sure I looked like it. I, I looked like it was in a Jackass video. I assume. I mean, I just I had to look ridiculous. Top VR Sean, fails in that March video, and I'll put on the audio of "Hey, my name's Todd. Welcome to Jackass." Like, <laughs> I will put that on the video. Let's get TikTok famous. You know where uh, to find me. If we can find somebody that looks good in VR, they will be like treasured for anyone who markets VR, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness, Kyle. Anything else in VR? Uh, yeah. So I, I went back to Moss, and uh, now that's on PSVR oh, two. Uh, it's a game I did not finish on VR one because I ran into a game-ending uh, bug mm-hmm. where I oh, couldn't yeah. progress. There's like an elevator in the first game where you have to get on the elevator to go higher. The elevator just would not work. Oh. Nothing I would do and reset. And I was like, you know what? I'm done because <laughs> it was it was bugging me. So I went back in. It's amazing. I can't wait to get through it and then get on to book two, which I haven't played yet because um, I love Moss. I love Quill so much. Uh, I love what uh, uh, Polyarch is doing in VR. It's, it's incredible. Uh, I played Pistol Whip. Pistol Whip is awesome. John Wick, John Wick the game. It oh, is yeah. so good. I didn't play it when because uh, it was previously on PSVR 1, and I just missed it completely. And I, it's been on Quest forever, I feel like. But yep, VR, it's just so cool where you have to like shoot the enemies on beat to get bonus points and and, and ducking. At, it's like the super hot, like ducking out of the way of yep. bullets. And uh, I haven't gone back to it because my back is a little weird. So, like, when it comes to, like, the walls and you have to move out oh. around, I was like, I can't can't do that right now. So I'm going to come back mm-hmm. to you. But I uh, I tried play, I playing that shit it down. I a workout. That oh, it really threw me off. It's like, Ooh. okay. Yeah. You, sure. like squat, you like squats? Yeah. 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 VR loves to do I squats. Like I expected that from Beat Saber. I expected that from, like, oh, Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Like. I was I was just like, isn't this just kind of like shooty shooty like pew pew like this duck hunting VR or something yeah. like that, that? That's kind of, but it's like, yeah, you're gonna be doing squats and lunges and like moving around and like sweating your butt off. So like, yeah. oh my god, you can't you yeah. can't not feel cool playing pistol whip. Like it is, it's so hard good. to not feel cool playing that game. And it's set up kind of like a movie where it's like there's like yeah. almost like this is the movie you're in where they do it. So it's very cinematic. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, play drums rock. Which is, uh, I think, similar to Ragnarok, which is, I think, you just mentioned, where it's like a, uh, it's like a VR Guitar Hero game, but it's drums, and uh, in Drums Rock, uh, there's uh, demon bats from hell as the notes that are coming down, different colors. It looks like the Guitar Hero track, um, and you have to hit them on beat. If you flip your stick up in the air and catch it on beat, you get bonus points. So like you're you you regularly have to like throw them up and be cool as you're playing and whatnot. I love drums. I love rock band. Drums are my thing of choice. So I'm glad that that is a thing that I can play in VR now. 
Damn you it, this ad, that's not available on. I'm I'm literally searching the oh. quest right now while you're talking about it. Is it a brand new game? It might be. Sugar. I think. Uh, I know other people say the that Ragnarok game might be a little bit better, but I, I haven't played that one yet. But uh, in Drums Rock, they're all like cover songs too. Like there, oh. there's bigger, bigger songs. They're all covers. Like they have um, uh, that Evanescent song, "Bring Me to Life" is one of their songs. Mm-hmm. Oh, the kids pop band. <laughs> pretty close, uh, but it, it's 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 pretty cool. I I remember back in the day, Rock Band I think had a VR component, like the actual. Oh, rock band. that's right on PC and where I, yeah yeah. I wish that was always the thing that I could play, and I one day I heard the Air Guitar game is really good. I also heard that I haven't tried it yet, but I'm I'm intrigued. Isn't there an Air Guitar um, game on Questmark? Is it, uh, yeah, so it, it, the Air Guitar d- does um. Does PSVR two do finger tracking? Like yes, outside of it does. Because with, with Quest you can just like no controllers. You're just you're just jamming to the guitar. Ooh, like an actual. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. About I don't that. know. I don't know about that. It definitely has it when you're got the controllers on. But I mean, it has mm. multiple cameras, so I think it might do yeah. that. But yeah, Kyle, get on that. Let us know. Oh, okay, I got it. I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, so yeah, there was drums rock. Um, I talked about pistol whip. I played Last Brigade uh, very briefly. It is a roguelike in VR that's also like Souls e games, where you have to like uh, collect your your I think they call them ashes after you die for bonus points. Um, it is a shooter. Um, it's nothing crazy, but it, it is fun. I haven't I don't usually play shooters a whole lot in VR, so this was uh, a, another one where I couldn't play for long because of my back. There's a lot of moving around and whatnot. Sure. Um, There's another good one that. uh, Oh, Demio. Let me gush about Demio for a little bit. Demio is fantastic. From what I've heard, I've never played it. Demio is great. My dream VR game is a D and D game, where the Mm. the DM creates the maps or whatever, and you get your adventuring party together in VR, and you have your character minis, and you're on the battle as you're playing a session. This is as close to that without the personal touch of an ongoing story. You're playing uh, um, already made campaigns uh, on their end, and you are literally moving your mini across a dungeon, and every room is shrouded in darkness until you go in there, then enemies pop up, um, and you have cards for your for your moves. You just drag that card onto your your mini, the mini is actually fully animated and does the the spell or the attack or everything. Uh, you can get as close as you want and look around and the strategy involved with your teammates of like, all right, you go that way and flank. I'm going to go over there and be able to maneuver the map and, and see where you're going um, is awesome. And Demio, you can also play not in VR as well. So like if you buy Demio, you can play it just on a TV as well as playing in VR with people in VR. So a headset is not required, which is fantastic for Demio. Uh, Is there a cross play for this one? I know know there's cross play for uh, the, what was the one I was looking at? Uh, Zenith. I think that's like the MMORPG kind of thing. It's Uh uh, I know Sean was talking about that. And I said I'd have to check it out, and I I haven't yet. But uh, I love seeing crossplay stuff in VR because that's 
like the social aspect is, is yep. something that really interests me. And it's, you get the, the multiverse or whatever, but like be, yep. being able to play, but VR is such a niche product that I think that could be one of those easy little trippy downfalls that it's mm-hmm. like PlayStation VR two guys are over here and the quest guys are over here and this is that. And it's like, if you just open it up, like just go. And I, so, like, I think that's, yeah, that's the key. It, it definitely is cross play with everybody. Cause they do a, like a, um, uh, a Jackbox thing where there's a room code. Oh, so all okay. you need is the right. room code and you can hop in and, and just Sweet. play. Which I think, like you said, it it makes way too much sense. Why why cordon off uh, or block other players that already know um, away from everyone new hopping in? You know, like it just makes sense to have everyone be able to play at once. Yeah, yeah. Demio is awesome. Highly, highly, highly recommend. Is that cross play between? Because it's on. It's it's pretty much every system. So, um, and how many players? You can do four, uh, four playable, uh, four friends can play at, at once uh, because there's four sides of the table. That's the only, uh, only reason why. Uh, and you can play it non VR too, right? Yep, non VR. No, you don't need a headset to play, which is great. Um, yeah, Demio's Demio's special, and they keep are adding expansions. Uh, all the expansions are there as well. If you buy it the uh, on uh, PSVR 2, you get access to all the new characters and all the spells and all the expansions that have already been out, which is great. Um, I've only played it like we we did an interview with the Demio devs on PS Trophy Room, and Joe and I wanted to hop on briefly the night before just to get a little taste of what it was. We're like, oh, we'll play for 30 minutes just to, you know, see what it is, whatever. We played for three hours straight because <laughs> we could not stop. That's amazing. Um, and, and you get those really fun moments of, like, we were barely making it out of that dungeon. And Joe and uh, Captain Logan, we were also playing with, um, they they were both down. They were dead. And it was just me left. And I the door was right there. I had the key. But I was I was like, you know what? there's gold right there. So let me take on this enemy real quick. If I, if I lose this, I'm dead. It's done. I'm sorry. I ruined it, but I killed him and they made the bad dash and made it out alive. And it's like those unique role-playing moments are so cool in VR. It feels like I'm at the table with other people playing like a D and D game in real life, which is all I could ask for. It's very nice. That's awesome. I'm I'm sure there's another VR game. I'm I'm forgetting, but VR is cool. I'm happy that it's a thing. <laughs> I'm yeah. very happy it's a thing. Yeah, uh, I think at the point now, there's not a bad VR system to own, which is the best part about this. And we said there's going to be a new quest, and um, there's still going to be p- high-end PC VR. So I, I think this is Absolutely. all great. And um, yeah, thanks for Sean for having me over. Uh, yeah, I mean we had a blast. So um, I found though with VR in my own area, I need a better space to play because right now I don't have a big enough space. And I don't want to destroy my uh, my OLED because I'm going to hit it. Mm, and that, that brings us into the bonus round, folks. We're talking about VR war stories. You heard mine. So now I want to hear about Mark's uh, and, and Kyle's war stories. But we're also going to talk about what is another type of experience that may not exist right now that might create some really horrible moments for all the players. So we're going to start with uh, Mark. Do you have a VR war story? Uh, you know what? Not not 
too much intensity. I've punched a wall a couple of times, so luckily I didn't do any like permanent damage to the wall or my controller or fist. Uh, but I've definitely like those boundaries are set up, but like if you're, if you're kind of back from the boundary, like you set up a wall boundary, but like if you're kind of back and you really extend that punch, um, you know, you can kind of, it, it, you know, the boundary tracks with your head. So if your head gets close to a boundary, it's going to be like, Hey, you're close to the wall, jackass move. And, but if you're, if you're kind of like back in the safe zone, but you really extend a punch, um, yeah, that's when kind of disaster can occur. So luckily I haven't punched a TV. I've just punched my wall a couple of times. Um, you can actually see exactly where I punched. Like uh, it's it, right below this picture behind me. If you're watching Oh, in that room. room. That's my living room. So like I kind of, especially if I get turned around and I'm facing that wall and it's just like, let's go. And I've had like, I have a boxing game that I play too. So they call you Rocky from now on. Yeah, that's usually where that comes from. Um, or like lightsabers and stuff. Uh, beat saber, you know, I'm tend to be stationary, but it's when I get into a boxing match and I'm like ducking and weaving and like, you know, throw a quick jab and it's like, Mm-mm, that's not going to work. I need a bigger space. Um, so that, that kind of thing, uh, I did almost take out my son, uh, once <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> uh, you know, he could, he's like two, right. He's going to yeah. run around. So that's why I don't play uh, VR when he's awake anymore. You need a pe- playpen around uh, you, Mark. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> I know I need to be in the playpen so he can't get to me because, uh, yeah, he's just running around doing his own thing and I'm like, you know, slashing and beat saber. Or uh, I think one was drumming in Ragnarok. So you're like, you know, hammer fisting down. You're like getting really into the song or something. It's like some Viking rock that you just want to be like, yeah, smash. And you, you know, you, you bop a two year old. And the child head. services yeah. is, is right there. And you can play VR yeah. child services and child protection service. Court. Fun, uh, fun how that happens. Um, so nothing, nothing overly disastrous. And I haven't had too many like experiences where I'm like instantly sick where I need like, uh, you know, C bands or something like that. But, um, yeah, so far so good, but a couple of real close calls. I have, um, I have been very dangerously close to the TV, mm. but kind of realized, but like, it's so easy to get turned around. Yes. And like, I like the quest because there's no wires, but I'm kind of wondering if like a wire would help. Like, like a harness maybe. Place. Yeah. <laughs> or like maybe I do need a playpen or to like tighten my, my room boundaries or something. Cause like I do, I wander and I get turned around. I was playing uh, uh tales from the galaxy's edge and mm-hmm. I thought I legitimately thought I was facing this way. I thought I was facing to my, towards my kitchen and I was facing like the opposite direction. Like, and my, my wife came down the stairs and she's like, what, what do you know where you are right now? And I took the headset off. I was like, nope, not a damn clue. I only have two. No idea which way. And she, and she came down. And of course, I'm like swinging and like oh, jogging around and like almost punch her in the face because she's trying to get to the couch. And I'm like way out of where I thought I was going to be. And uh, just like, can you, can you pause that for a second and just kind of like come back to the real world and see like how turned around I know you are right now? It's like I was – nowhere near where I thought I was in my actual real house. It's just, it's, it, it can be very immersive and also very dangerous for that reason. But Hey, so far so good. My TV's still intact. Um, and you still got your custody of your child and your wife is uh, not divorced yeah. you. That's, uh, you know, all wins. W's all around for VR. Uh, Kyle, any, any near disasters for you? Nothing crazy. Um, 
when I had a quest and I was playing Beat Saber, I had it up in my in my uh, my bedroom because the goal was, oh, I'll wake up, I'll put it on, and that'll be like my cardio for the morning the way to start the day, I'm trying to get mm-hmm. more fit. So I'm gonna put Beat Saber on, and I have a very old like metal bed bed frame, and on the corners. I don't even know what they're for, but there's like this little metal hook that sticks out just a little too far of like the maybe I have the frame back (laughs) for a headboard. I don't know. Um, And I, you know, moving around, whatever. And I like take a when you're dodging the wall and beat saber. I, I took a step and the side of my calf banged into it. I was like, oh, nope, can't do this in this room anymore cannot risk that pain ever again um did you think of childproofing your room no but i will now like foam like the foam things i'll buy those pool noodles and just have them everywhere (laughs) um psvr2 nothing yet although my nieces have come dangerously close to the oled um they love the job simulator games which are amazing uh they're so good and so mm-hmm. they get way too into it, like when they're at the. Uh, there's a uh, uh, oh my god, a gas station clerk, a part in Job Simulator where you can act like you're a gas station clerk with these robots, whatever. And they get really way too into into it by taking the products that they bring to buy and taking and chucking them at them. <gasps> so they get like really too close to the TV as they're throwing. Like I make sure everything is tightened up and everything because I'm not. Mm-hmm. I don't have a job right now, so I can't afford to replace anything. <laughs> uh, so I'm there in that. But with PSVR 1, you're talking about the cable. The wands. Keeping oh, you yeah. tethered or whatever. Uh, not even just the wands. I'm talking about oh. that. All those HDMI <laughs> cords and that. Your dreadlocks. Box. Oh, my God. So many times I got caught up into that and almost tripped over <laughs> and fallen. There's Ugh. been many times I've almost just destroyed everything with those so i'm very happy that it's only one singular cable on vr2 uh but yeah nothing nothing like todd almost breaking off his entire toenail (laughs) nothing like that and it still hurts you're like what the hell yeah Yeah. Todd, is that your only disaster moment so far no no all right so um not children but animals so my dog, Rufus, wonderful dog, but he's tiny and he's, you know, he's 21, 21 pounds, uh, but he gets very excited and he wants to play with daddy and not good because there's no animal tracking. So there's been a couple times where I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my God, because you know, oh, no. you're, you're just not know where you're going yeah. into your mark point. And there's no like notification. It's like, uh, you know, and I'm wondering, like, I don't know what they, could they do to but you want to have the immersion so they can't really do anything i was thinking maybe they did like a north even just for mark your problem like where you're at maybe if they had like just a north like a compass on the ceiling when you looked up like oh north southwest Mm. so that gives you orientation but um my biggest almost crap uh, oh crap moment was i was playing racket and x great game on quest it's essentially like a tennis game and you it's almost like tennis plus breakout if you remember that game breakout where you oh, hit yeah. bricks so that's the thing you're trying to hit these bricks in a t- you have a time limit and you have to hit it and it's a 360 around which is just crazy because you're like it's back you control it you bring it back to you you hit it and it can go off the thing it's a phenomenal game i, I highly recommend it anyway because it's really fun it, it's it's immersive but to mark's point when you extend your arm past the limit um, I almost destroyed my new OLED 
because of that. And that made me think I should not play down here because that's a very expensive problem. Like the hen, the, the controller of the quest hit the side of the TV. Oof. And I don't know how resilient an OLED like screen is, but I counted my 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 happiness to say that didn't destroy it. But um, I do have an area that is a utility room that because I could do wireless with the Quest with um, uh, virtual desktop, which is nice. I think I may make that my new um, Quest area, which is great, um, and play it that way. I've, I I don't know if PlayStation VR two would work in my space. So it's probably going to be not something I play. I go over to Sean's to get my experience that, but quest with uh, in maybe the next quest three has that experience as well. Cause I know the, the wireless link has gotten much better. That could work really well in my like uh, utility room, which is essentially, I can't hurt anything. It's essentially a lot of like, I'll hurt myself before I'll hurt anything else. So plus there's a door so I can like make sure animals aren't in there. So it's perfect. Um, so yeah, that's my, my, Oh crap moment was like, wow, that could have gone poorly. Um, that, uh, that breakout moment that you were just talking about, the the tennis one, is why like I would love if MLB the show puts it a home run derby mode in VR. I would absolutely love that. But yep. I also know when I swing, I'm probably gonna hit the ceiling tiles down here, and it's not gonna be good. <laughs> yeah, don't get like a bat, like like you know those bat oh, like in VR when you had yeah. the bats and mm-hmm. things like that, like um all the attachments you'd add on. Like yeah, uh, Sean had the, the, uh, the, the gun. remote ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. yeah, you don't want that because you're gonna just I'm uh, gonna destroy. You're gonna things. throw the bat. <laughs> Yeah, Walk off, in home celebration, run. I'm going to flip the bat and run directly into my OLED. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can claim insurance on that. It's like that. It's like those commercials. What is it, Mister Chaos or whatever? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, it's those. Yeah, it's, it's so good. Um, so we talked about our like, you know, real world things, but now we're going to talk about what's the next experience that'll kind of really drive those type of. And Mark, I think you even can say this better than I can. But I mean, when I'm thinking of like experience that were like an oh crap experience that I experienced, which was mm. Half Life Alex. And if you remember Half Life, you had those things in the ceiling that they had like the little uh, tongues that if you went into them, they grab you in. And Half Life Alex, that's horrific because you get into it and you're like being dragged up. And I didn't have any ammunition. I didn't have a gun, so I feel like I'm getting eaten. It was horrific. Imagine that with like the feedback and the VR two. I like, don't want to, Kyle. <laughs> I want to sleep at night. That's horrible. Like being eaten by something. It was gross. Yeah. So, Mark, explain what you're you're talking about in regards to an experience. Um, yeah. Well, so so I I like I said I talked to Sean and I knew you were you had like a funny kind of tripping experience and I I, I knew uh, you know you, you you've worn C bands for a couple of things. So talking about these VR war stories experiences, I I kind of want to know what what game franchise, already established franchise, could come to VR, PlayStation VR. It doesn't have to be a PlayStation experience or whatever, but um, but you know since we've been talking about PSVR, like it can be. Um, but what what franchise could come to VR that you'd be like, that sounds awesome but also sounds like an epic disaster, whether I'm going to just like paint the walls with motion sickness, puke, or I'm going to punch a baby or something like what's, what's a game that, that or a franchise that could come to VR that you'd be like, cool, but 
not until I get a padded room and and motion sickness pills. Like, what's what's that experience for you? So, Kyle, do you do, do, you're laughing? Do you have one? I do already. In, all right, let's let's hear it. Uh, it, it it's kind of a, a comeback story uh, of some sorts. Uh, they already tried it, but they're like, man, maybe VR is why the first our first time we tried it. Maybe that's why it didn't work because it needs a VR headset. You really need to be immersed in it to make it work. So uh, I've re- I don't know how old he is now, but you know, fifty. Let's just say fifty year old Tony Hawk comes back. It's like you know what, <laughs> Tony Hawk ride could have been better if it was in VR. So we're gonna bring back the board as a peripheral. <laughs> bring back the board that has the tracking capabilities around the edge, so the headset oh, can God. track at the counter. This is so a jackass moment. One thousand percent in VR, uh, standing on a skateboard. What are you going on? <laughs> you're wrong. Balance and knowing where you're at in a space. Right. That's a good. That 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 matters. Yeah. I think maybe. Yeah, they're like, oh, the technology's there. It wouldn't be too bad. <laughs> I'm dying. I should have let you go first. I was going to top that. Oh, <laughs> my God. And did they find the boards? Weren't they in like a warehouse in Jersey anyways? All those boards they didn't so. sell? Yeah, yeah. Like all the, I'm sure they're in the same place as all the Wii balance boards. <laughs> <laughs> they're in the same place. Yeah. Oh, my God. But there's actually wheels on those skateboards now. Oh and God. now you have to balance it and not fall off. And yeah, Absolutely. even better. With the with the quest being wireless, right? Virtual test oh, desktop. God. You can VR Take it outside. On the street. Go on the street. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's only gonna be good with the AR taking all you need to quest pro, I think, with the you know real Taking it to the streets, Mark. Nope. You know what? You drive by you drive by a skate park and it's just people with actual headsets on, oh, VR God. headsets on. No fear. It's bringing back the no fear brand. And that's yeah. what it is. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love this so much because it's <laughs> so disastrous. That oh is the God. best possible. Todd, do you have anything that can even come close? Because no oh, one's going to top it. My I God. Know how mine doesn't. Well, <laughs> if anything, you know, um, it was funny because my, my, my son Logan was at a friend's house and they had uh, Quest 1, Quest 2, and a Rift system at the, at the, at the house that all played. And they ended up playing Five Nights at Freddy's. And I'm mm. like, that's a note factor right there. No, who is doing that? Who likes that type of experience? So I thought about that and I thought, you know what would be phenomenally awesome, but also a, such a huge mistake for most people. And that is dead space in VR. I mean, mm. I mean, the sound, the immersive sound, not knowing what's going on and the light and not knowing what's coming at you and those creatures when they start running at you. Holy crap. I mean, I probably it's a game I would probably pay for like five minutes and never play again. I mean, but it is one of those experiences you think of like in VR, it's got to be a game changer. I mean, it's got to be like, wow, that's exactly what you want. But they just do, need to pack it in with depends and you're good to go. Do you do you think they'll ever wasn't there a Wii like on Rails? Dead yes, Space? Dead Space what it was called. It was a great game. It was so well done because you had the motion point in VR. Yeah. Yeah, but but at least cool. I could look around and say, "Thank God this isn't real." And it was the Wii graphics. So yeah, <laughs> fair. If I see one of those little baby dolls with the three things come at me in VR, I'm out. 
I'm out. And you hear the noise and the and the and just the squishing and the gross gurgling, and you know no, you no, don't no, know no. where it's at, but you can hear it. You're like, hey, wait, it's yeah. behind me. Yeah. Oh God. And then no, no, you, no. and then Marx hits his wife because he's trying to kill the deadite, and yeah, not good. Uh, yeah. Nope. Yeah, terrifying. Absolutely. Uh, I want to a very very different. Well, I mean, depending if you're scared of heights or not, I guess. But I thought I was going for the more puke factor. Mm. Uh, I'm thinking uh, I'm thinking Spider Man, uh, Spider Man VR. Because I already mentioned when you when you kind of like you know tripped playing football. I mentioned the the Richie's plank experience, and there's so many videos of people trying that where like they're walking on the little balance beam or whatever, and like up on a building, and you feel disoriented. I know even like. Um, was it rock walkabout mini golf has like a stage and they start you off and you're like up on this cliff and you're like, Oh shit. Okay. That's I, coming I'm, to PSVR two soon. Yeah, and it's, I can't it's a wait. Great game. Don't skip that one. It's yeah. so good. Um, so I was thinking like Spider-Man where you're up on top of a building and you're just ready to like go down and like oh, three out and man. I can just see people just diving off a building thinking oh. they're Miles Morales and just like, Hey, okay. Now I'm into my, like I'm in the wall. You have just, to be sitting down you know, for that. Yeah, yeah, you, you have, have to. to. But I think oh, you're going to have <laughs> people I, like collapsing, have, moving forward, like <laughs> losing their balance. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, the only other one I could think of with with that kind of motion sickness experience would be going even a step further from Gran Turismo and uh, putting some Rocket League in there because then <sighs> you're getting the motion. Go the upside down. Just without changing the experience. Now, I think Rocket League or something or Spider-Man could be phenomenal. Like they pulled off Iron Man in VR, a, a, a specific experience where like maybe you are sitting down or it's a little bit like you don't have to jump. Maybe you're just thwip thwipping and you're using the controllers. I think there's experiences there that could work in VR, but like as is. I think those two are just disasters waiting to happen and I kind of want to experience it, but like I'm broken. Um, So I think they'd be great. I met note, imagine a transformers game where you're inside the transformers as they transform back and forth and you're moving all around the camera. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, my head's inside my butt now. Where am I? Exactly. I don't get motion sick, but thinking of that, it's gonna make me sick. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks for making awesome. that horror horrific film of like the Transformers head. Where's my head at? I don't know. <laughs> I never yeah. thought about that as a kid. Where does Optimus's head go? Yeah. yeah. Seems so, so uncomfortable. Uh, Finn, Finn just found at my parents' place one of my old Optimus Prime uh, toys, and, oh. and Optimus his head just literally flops down. So it's like, how does he see? It doesn't matter. <laughs> It just literally folds into itself, and it's it's like dude, dude, nothing. He's looking into his own chest, and that doesn't sound safe. But you know, he can drive now. So, yeah. Uh, I I thought about to build on your Spider Man mark. I thought of like immediately bungee jumping. Yeah. Oh. Anything that you're just yeah. like just falling and you just or just make yeah, it a Fortnite fall thing. on the floor and then puke. Hey, yeah. Do, you jump oh, from man. the battle bus in oh. VR Ooh. onto yeah. the mat. Well, wow, yes. that's 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 intense. That would be intense. That would be crazy. Oh my goodness. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm sure if we didn't say already, make sure you say trademark, gentlemen. Uh, yes. Trademark ideas. Um, and, Tony Hawk, don't come for me. It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 actually going to be Tommy Sparrow. 
pro yeah. skate dude. <laughs> it was like, so, like I, you could see that happening until you said stand on the balance board, and then it just oh, went yeah. so oh. ridiculous. And it's like, I love that so much. Tony Hawk Ryan was just, a ridiculous back in the day, too. Why did they think that was going to work? I love it so much. It's so dumb. Uh, and I it's it a so balance bad. board, but it's also skateboard, but it doesn't move. I remember seeing demos of like, yeah, you have to actually like put your foot on the side by the cameras to actually do the. Yeah. Come on now, Tony. What are we doing? <laughs> uh, do a seven twenty. See oh. how that goes. Oh my god. Oh well. Well, this was a lot of fun. Thank you for picking the topic, Mark. This was this was well worth the ride. Um, yes, I'm sure there'll be video of me doing something dumb in the future. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, with that. Kyle, tell people where they can find you, man. Hey, you can find me pretty much everywhere at Mr. KSEP. Um, if you're into PlayStation, go check out the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast, wherever you listen to podcast services. PS Trophy Room on Twitter, YouTube, all the things. And go check out 61indie.com. That's S-I-X-O-N-E-I-N-D-I-E uh, for all the latest and greatest in all things indie games. Um, and the Mini Indie Showcase goes live on March 22nd at 12 p.m. Eastern. Uh, 33 indie games, 46 minutes. It's going to be a good time. So check it out. Awesome. And no sizzle reel. No sizzle reel. Absolutely not. Excellent. Mark, tell me where they can find you. You can find me everywhere as the underscore Canardian. Uh That's like, you know, Twitter, Instagram, all the you know, TikTok, wherever. Uh, and hanging out in our Discord channel. Excellent. Uh, my personal Twitter at Tioxtra for all things fun sports, etc. But really, at Secret Friends U, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Unite. Check out our website, secretfriendsunite.com and our Discord as Mark spoke to as well. Um, and if you like comic books, check out my Patreon show, Spinner Rack. It's every two weeks, having a good time talking about comics. So with that, Kyle, once again, thank you. Thanks for having me. Mark, as always, stay cool on the coast. I'm going to try. And as always, it's always better to game together. This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server, or follow at Secret Friends U on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.